0: live for episode 50 of Coaching with a Purpose. we have got a good friend here, Coach James Stewart, Truett McConnell. Uh, we met way back uh, at Coastal Camps a couple years ago, stayed yep. in touch, um, got to see him transition from the high school club level to the collegiate level uh, pretty seamlessly from what I saw. So kind of start on your first year, especially with COVID and everything happening on how that's going.
1: It's going good. Um, we're actually um, getting ready to start the second half of, of the season since our uh, conference tournament got canceled uh, back in November. Uh, so they're, we're back in the gym now. The, the girls are. Uh, this is later on today. It'll be day three of them being back, uh, just trying to keep them motivated and, and in shape. Uh, let them know if we still have you know a chance to go to nationals in, in April late April. Um, but it's been good. Can complain?
0: Can't complain at all. So uh, give everyone an idea of um, your coaching experience and where you're at right now? So uh,
1: see I've been I've been training um, athletes for the last 10 years. So I started like 24 25 um, when I was in Arizona and then three years ago, um, I started actually coaching in high school while I was in Arizona, um, at a little school called Combs, Combs high school. Um, and then took over the volleyball team, the men's team that spring, um, decided I wanted to move back home to Tennessee. That's when I got, uh, I ended up at William Blount high school in Maryville, Tennessee. Um, Volleyball, I, I would tell you right now, it was not my it was not my number one option. Um, I'm a basketball player. Um, that's that was my main goal was to be a basketball coach. And after my first <laughs> year back in Tennessee at William Blunt, it was it was pretty obvious that volleyball is going to be the the path. So, yeah. um, no, after volleyball season there, I stuck with it. Uh, went and coached. Uh, the basketball with with the basketball team as well at William blunt um getting here at Truett now um, it, it it was it was more of a blessing in disguise I, I needed that um one of the one of the players who played for me at William blunt recommended me to coach Mark Corbin uh, we talked for about a week and a half two weeks then I finally made the decision to drive out here and Take the interview a few days later. He hired me on. I've been here ever since. Just Every day, it's, it's, it's just been a, a grind every day.
0: Oh, yeah. I definitely understand that. Um, so, like, we were talking just briefly before we got on about um, trying to recruit and everything with COVID. I mean, I've had, yeah. the, I've had the same discussion with other coaches, and it's, it's, it's gotten a lot easier for you guys, but it's gotten a lot harder in the same respect. You guys can watch so many showcases at just the push of a button now. Yeah. And the influx of all of your recruiting film comes to you so much more readily. Yeah. But the big thing, and I always look at it now as, you know, just as a coach, you want to be there to see them hands on, you want to see them face to face and how they act. What are you looking for within that film to really pick them apart from? athletes that you want compared to the ones that maybe don't make the cut
1: yeah um what we look for uh, mainly is as attitude first um what's your attitude on the court how you treat your players or your, your your teammates um how you handle pressure uh in different situations uh that's the main thing that 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 we focus on um the skill part that's that's the easy part we can we can get you we can get you there but the the other parts, your, your character, what, what, what can you bring to the table for this team and for the rest of these players that's different from, from everybody else, what's going to set you apart from, from everybody else. Yeah. That's what we look for when we, when we pretty much watch film.
0: Okay. Like how, like even on like on a day-to-day basis, how much like give, give some of the girls that I know I've got some people that listen and They ask questions from time to time. Um, what a daily routine is like for one of your athletes. Um,
1: are we talking about as far as everything's like school and yeah. and yeah. volleyball? Oh, <laughs> so right now our girls, we just got yeah. done with workouts. Um, so I'm take you through a day with them. So they normally, and most of the time they start school. I got they get to classes about eight o'clock, depending on what their schedule is. Um, Most of our girls hang out together. Um, They'll go work out on their own, um, do homework, and then come 4 o'clock, we're in the gym for about two, two and a half hours, um, working on little things in the beginning and then transitioning into uh, different situational things. Um, It's it's not a lot, but it's a lot when when – when you're getting into it
0: yeah i i think it's that it's that big culture shock whenever you leave home yeah i, I think that's the first thing after that um because i know for 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 me just going to college and tackling sports it was like i got through the first two weekends and that was right. it i was good there was no worries I didn't want to go home there was nothing
1: yeah I, I, for me it was, as as an athlete it was different i, I I feel like I didn't want to be home, but I end up going home anyways on the weekends, yeah. <laughs> and I still do now. like anytime we have anytime there's nothing going on out here uh, that I need to be a part of, uh, I know me drive back to Tennessee, hang out with family or, uh, or friends and just chill until you know Sunday night and drive back, and get ready for my, my Monday morning day. Yeah.
0: So what's your day normally like right now, just as a coach?
1: Uh, right now it's it's fairly easy um now that we have not everybody's back in school and we're getting everything back in motion uh my mornings um i work at the school uh so from seven to about 12 12 i'm there working there uh in the midst of all that um answering emails and uh, and whenever i get a chance looking at film that's that's came to myself or, uh, to coach Corbin. Um, and I, I come home chill for a few, get some food and, uh, four o'clock it's go time. 345, four, 4 o'clock is go time. I'm in the gym, uh, for the first, uh, first two hours with, uh, with our girls. And then, um, uh, the last two hours are with, um, our men's team.
0: Okay. So, so you're, you're, the assistant for both programs now yes okay all right so that was actually news to me i thought it was just the women's yeah so So, so you you took over a full swing of everything
1: yeah i'm 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 in the midst of everything right now so recruiting guys and girls at the same time
0: are you are you finding it easy to kind of track between both styles of play as a coach uh
1: yes um with girls is more uh, with girls you know it's more technical uh, they they're more strategic with guys obviously it's it's, it's all about power with with guys mm-hmm. um, and trying to get the guys that we have right now to um, to see that uh, it, it's tough at times because uh, our guys this is our first our, our this is our first year with with uh, with the guys team. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of the guys on the team, this is their first year ever playing collegiate volleyball, mm-hmm. so it's still they're still getting used to it. Um, I think once we once they've seen it, we've 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 played two games now. Uh, I think they're starting to understand it. Um, I think in the next week or two, they they will have it all put together finally. And we can actually start, you know, moving, moving along. Right now it's learning grow. That's all I want them to do right now. Learn, grow. Yeah, and uh, it's,
0: it's not so much about the experience level. It's about, right. it's about dealing with the pressure of everything within an actual match.
1: Yeah. It's, yeah. I, I tell them all the time. It's different from, from practice to to game. It's, it's a 120%
0: difference. So I'm looking at your schedule and everything, and I've looked over it a couple of times. Um, and I didn't realize, you guys were just outside of the conference that I played in. Mm-hmm. So, play um, Waynesburg University. Okay. Um, and you guys play Thomas Moore. Which yes. Which is, is interesting to know that they have a men's team, because they didn't used to. Yeah, and
1: I'm not sure when they started that, but... It had yeah, we to in the last couple of years. Yeah.
0: So, it's it's just really cool to see how men's volleyball has blown up, even on a lower level.
1: Yeah, I'm su- I'm actually surprised to see how how much it's grown just on the East Coast in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I started on the, I started out on the West Coast, you know, out out west. You know, it's California, Nevada, Arizona, Utah. You know, it's
0: big out there. It's just it's homegrown. It's like it's just yeah. it's like a basketball or football out here. hmm So it's so much easier. You have you have the resources. You have the facilities. I mean. The one thing I would have loved to to see around here is, and if God, if I ever get the money, is to make an indoor sand court. That's. I yes. mean, they have facilities like that. They have three, four sand courts, and and that's all it is. And they just have it run year round. Mm-hmm. So it's. Yeah, no, I know
1: some. I know some guys who 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 want to do similar to the same thing. Uh, they want a sand court and a grass court.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I could, I actually, you know, that would, that, that would be a lot of fun to actually have all three to do grass, yeah. sand, and, and, uh, hardwood, yeah, and have some kind of, you know, just mashup tournament. Yeah. That'd be nice. I mean, it's, and I think that's where, that's where it gets hard. Cause you get, you get lost in the financial side of it because everybody's no, no one has any problem putting the work in, but it's usually getting the right backing to get yeah. it done. Yep. So, and I know I follow everything you do on the social media and all the stuff you post. And man, you, you keep such a level head with everything. How do you convey that to females and males? How do you how do you like decipher that for for both sides of the game? Um,
1: right now with 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 me having both teams, um, I pretty much t- I I. I there's, I, I know on the on the girls' side, there are certain things. Um, you know, girls are a little more. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, there's certain things you can't say to, to certain girls. Mm-hmm. Um, because they're more emotional. Mm-hmm. Um, so deciphering that is it, it's getting to know your players. Once you know them, you can you know how you can how you can come come at them um, there are certain players i can i can be very blunt with and then there's some i have to take some of that bluntness off and and break it down to them uh with my guys team uh i'm they they all know uh 100 it's it's black or white there's no gray area i'm gonna give it to you like i see it and if it's if it's an issue you can come talk to me later about it um,
0: but i'm 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 pretty much in with with all of them, though. I, I treat them all the same. Yeah, I feel like the 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 women's game is very much like a family oriented, yeah. and the men's game is more like a wolf pack. Like yeah, you can have one stray and be fine because they'll they'll do their job. Yeah, but I think it gets it gets a little harder, and you still have those outliers. But it gets a little harder for the the women's game for someone to carry everybody. Yeah, and be okay with it. Yeah,
1: and we. That's the, that's the one. That's one thing that I know our girls team is very good at is 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 coming together when when we need to. Because mm-hmm. um, there there there's been some games where you know we we look like we're going to break down, and you know our, our our senior leaders you know get them together, calm them down, and get back on track. But yeah, definitely it's 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 definitely a family oriented with family-oriented more with girls than it is with the guys.
0: Yeah, I know with um, – I've got ai got a 14-year-old right now that is on uh, one of the club teams and just flat out in the middle of the tournament just starts looking at the rest of the girls go, all right, we need to do this, you need to go here, this needs to happen, come on, let's talk. And talking in such a 17s, 18s manner
1: uh-huh.
0: and – you know, and as coaches, we we made it a point to talk to her after and like tell her that like you are, you are doing something beyond your gears that we don't think you understand that you're doing. Right, and it's not that we don't want you to, you know, we we don't want you to stop doing it. We just want you to understand the magnitude, of where you're at at such a young age, mm-hmm. and that's where I think it's so cool to be a part of that process, and really, kind of. You you can start to let the athlete go. You don't have to, you don't have to push them as much anymore. And I I told him something this past weekend where it was when you guys start playing, when you truly start playing volleyball, you start exchanging, there's no worries. You get to the point where we get to finally coach you. And it's not teaching you technique, it's not telling you where you need to be. It's okay, you see what's open. All right, try this shot. Well, let's try and go hard four to four. Let's try and do a cut shot down the line, you know. Then we start having fun. Once you guys get your fundamentals down and once you start loving the game, then you start playing. Right. And that's such a hard first step for a lot of athletes. And I still see it happen at, you know, at the collegiate level sometimes. They almost treat it like a like a job and they lose that passion a little bit. Or not that yeah. they lose it, but it kind of gets pushed to the side. And they focus on more of the numbers game rather than how they feel. Yeah, I mean uh, you know. definitely, definitely.
1: Um, I know there there's one girl in particular on our team who um, she 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 wants numbers, and I'm like, numbers is good, but numbers don't mean anything if you're not doing your job first. Yeah, and yeah. It, it's it's hard for some of them to understand that um Until it, it's—I won't say until it's too late—but until it, somebody's coming to, to take that spot from you, and now you're not thinking about numbers no more. Now you think about, you know, what you should have been doing before we even got to this point. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm, I'm, I, 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 and that's another thing with with the with talking at a young age. We 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 preach all the time: communicate, communicate. Communication is the key when you're on that court, you know, if you're not communicating, it's not going to work. So to to hear you say about, you know, you got a 14 year old who's already in that leadership role. That's,
0: that's amazing. And that's why like we, I've been like on, I've got, I've got a college athlete that I want her to work with so bad just because she looks like a mini version of her. Mm-hmm. And I see, I see where this one girl has gone, what she's done, how she acts. And there's so, it seems so eerily similar. I think it's one of those things as a coach, you, you don't, I think once you get to that point, you don't think I'm going to lose the recognition of training this girl. It's, she's already come to me. I need to get her here.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You, you still get the recognition. You still get the validation But it's not what everyone thinks. It's not saying, "Well, I trained." You know, if you got a a football strength coach that I trained JJ Watt, that's cool. But you know, it doesn't really mean anything if you don't get him to the next level. Yeah, I mean, you have someone like Giovanni Ruffin that was blowing up when he started posting his training videos. Mm -hmm. But for him to get to the NFL was a totally different story. He looked great. Don't get me wrong, but. He just, there was something that didn't happen. Yeah. I mean, and then you have someone like Katherine Plummer, you know, plays for, that played for Stanford, who led the nation. She was the best, she was the best outside. But I bet you right now, she wasn't trying to be the best outside by numbers. Right. She was just yeah. trying to be the best that she could and help her team out. Yeah. And that's where all that, I think that's where all the success comes from is not from chasing a number, but from chasing, we'll say not, a, not really a status, but like a feeling. Yeah, I, I, I can, I can, I can agree with that. Um,
1: it's more for, for me, cause I, I, I still want, I, I still play obviously, but um, when I was, when I was playing basketball, it was just trying to do the little things, do the little things, right once when you start doing the little things right everything else everything else happens uh we i mean we see it every you see it every day whether you whether you're playing baseball basketball watching volleyball games like you see when when teams do the the minimum things everything else starts to happen and then you start to see these big highlight plays it, it never fails it's
0: it's not and that's the big thing i think Athletes are now missing. They start seeing how that reels. And I know basketball gets really hyped with that. So, and you start to see football with um, receivers that want to try and, you know, break their the uh, corners' ankles every single time on a bump and run. But yeah. that's a culmination of all those small plays that leads yes. up to that. Or you have someone that goes for that poster dunk. And that's a culmination of good ball passing, good communication. And they funneled the play to such a way that they can actually make that happen. It's not about, well, yeah, they just handed him the ball and he went down the court. You know, it's everything leading up. I mean, he might've trained four years for that one moment. No one, no one thinks of that. They just think, Oh, he can jump high. He was obviously born with it. Right. And obviously
1: like, I mean, when, when we, it's all about the angles too. You got to think about like with volleyball, they're, they're, you got to come at a certain angle to get a certain hit, but basketball, you know, if you you come at a certain angle uh, at the rim, and you get that big dunk. It's gonna happen. Um, most people don't see it that way. They don't, and, and and in order to see it, you have to. That that's where film watch. That's where film comes in. Game film. Um, if if you learn how to study game film and break teams down and understand where their weakness is, then. Those, those angles when you get on the court those angles are, are, are they, they become 10 times bigger than
0: yeah.
1: than what's what you would normally see
0: yeah. or like I heard um someone talking about when like uh Jordan would play and they said you know you mm-hmm. would start to see the basket was much bigger than what it was mm-hmm. I mean you I, I mean I have those days where you walk in and I don't know. I, I'm sure other volleyball players did it when they first tried to see how, how high they can jump was grab a basketball room. Yeah. And then every day you walk in, does it look lower? Does it look lower? Does it look lower? And you could be the same height. Once you top out, like I'm five eleven. Once I topped out, there were days that basketball rim looked so tall. And there yeah. were other days where I'm like, all right, I'm gonna get my hand over the rim. I mean, I I got to the point one time where I could I could get both hands on the rim on a jump, but that was it. But that that was like the day where everything lined up. So when, for me, because I was
1: a basketball player, that was that was one of my biggest things uh, and I'm six foot. Um, I started dunking consistently, what, at 19, 20. Um, and I had a, at the time I had a 40, 41 and a half inch vertical um, but I, I, sidebar, when you get older and you start trying to do that again, oh, yeah, it hurts.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: It hurts. Um, but yeah, it, it, when when you're when you're young, uh, that's the that's the that's the big thing when you're young. If you play if you're a basketball player, you want to, you just want to dunk. That's all you want to do. Uh, volleyball players,
0: that, as guys.
1: Right, ten foot line or and, bounce it. and, and bounce, bounce it. That's it. Um, now when I play, it, just just give me a little road shot in the corner where you're not where you're not gonna be at. <laughs> yeah, <You know. laughs>
0: that's all I need. <laughs> that's why I love beach so much now. And see, I can't get in the beach. I can't. I, I think it, it,
1: I tried. Like so, in Arizona, you know, there's sand courts everywhere, um, and the guys on the volleyball team when i when i was playing uh in high school they would always take me to the sand courts with with them i just couldn't get into it I, I i didn't have the right i still didn't have the right timing um i, I think I, I don't know i think it's just the saying it, it just i couldn't do it
0: yeah i know it's 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 a totally different mechanic yeah. I mean, you you have to understand how to run, you have to understand how to move your feet right. And then you feel like it's the sand just rips you down. It's the Weird. weirdest feeling cuz you put in yeah. so much power, I mean, and before then, I did not like I didn't cramp ever playing anything. And when I started playing beach and I got through my first tournament and I started cramping, <laughs> man, it was one of the worst feelings and i sit oh, there and go bet. man i wouldn't even want to think about you know some nfl rugby hockey players that go through something like that yeah i i, mean,
1: I, I can't do it it's i don't know it's something with this, it's just something where i i'm so i'm so used to obviously like on wood you know you you're used to taking those that three step approach and mm-hmm. and going wherever you want But with saying i can't i can't do it and i, I I, I I feel like I have to do a two step, and I can do it, but jumping like, you know how you have those those situations where you, when you jump off sand, you like one one side's a little lower than the other. Try mm-hmm. jump off. and This doesn't. oh uh, it, it, I didn't. It didn't res. It didn't resurrect with me. Yeah, I, I couldn't do it. Yeah, I like no. watching other people. I like watching other people do it. Like, uh, for example, when um. A good friend of mine, uh, Tyler Hildebrand, who is now coaching uh, the associate coach for Nebraska. Yep, I, I I love watching him play in AVP. I I'm like, dude, I, I
0: can't do it. How how do you how do you do this every day in California? I can't. Yeah, and that's that's one thing uh, that I am envious of the West Coast for is that is there is it just basically the weather. And the talent pool that is in the area constantly.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, even even with indoor. I mean, the East Coast is hard. The East Coast is hard to play, yeah. Because there's you. You have a different mentality. You've got a different lifestyle. The moment you get inland, things are totally different. I mean, you get to a big area. You get to a, in Atlanta, a Pittsburgh, a Charlotte. You know. You you can start picking and choosing what you want.
1: Yeah,
0: and I think that's where that's it. where it comes back to club athletes too. I mean, kids that want to go play in college, you know, certain areas get overlooked because of that. Yeah, I mean, what? How how far? Like how far and wide do you guys look for athletes? So or is it, or is we it have, of your backyard kind of thing?
1: So right now. For our girls' team, for our women's team, we have – I know we have one that's, in, that's from Nevada, two from California. And I think everybody else is East Coast. Okay. Yeah, everybody else is is on the East. Florida, Georgia, Tennessee, uh, Wisconsin. I think that's it. It's, Might be missing a couple.
0: It says from the, the men's team is all Georgia for the most part.
1: Yeah, men's team's mostly all yeah, from men's team is mostly all Georgia, except for uh one who's who's from Florida. Uh
0: you got um Winsky and yep. Jackson. Like, so you got yeah. two. But two. I mean that's that's normal though with a with the brand new program. Yeah. That's that's very normal. So you have you have that'll blow up. That's the one good thing. And yep. I understand. I understand starting a club from nothing. I can only imagine starting a a collegiate program. Oh, a
1: collegiate team!
0: Oh. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, Run us through that. Run us through what it's been like. Basically, starting from zero, and you've got kids that will only play a year or two years. Compared to you, have a freshman class.
1: So, because of because of COVID, um, these seven eight guys that we have right now. Um, we didn't get a chance to even touch a court um, in, like, November, December. Mm-hmm. Um, we had all – everybody was at home uh, for their break. Our, our, our break started the day after, the day before Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. and then they came back January 12th to January 13th. So when they got back, we only had a, a month to try to put every, put everything together to teach them footwork, rotation, um, you know, drills, you know, to put all that together in 30 days and then have our first game against uh, Life University last Thursday, um, it was – it to, to see where they are right now, I would say this, to see where they are right now from from day one to, to day 35 or whatever it is, it's, it, it, they look a whole – they, they actually look like a team now. Mm-hmm. They look like a, a full-fledged volleyball team now. Now it's, now it's putting these little things together, like being in the right position, um, how to block, um, how low you need to be to pass a ball, uh, so how low how, you need to be to how, dig a ball.
0: How like bare bones was this? Like you have kids that have never played or kids that yeah. Oh Yeah, we have kids
1: we have kids who we, we have kids that never played. Um, uh Wink. Winsky, he, uh, he played in Florida. Um, and I know Kyle played, I think for a five. Okay. Everybody else is literally brand new.
0: Okay. So, I mean, even, even looking at the set scores and everything you would, I mean, it's still, it's not bad. No,
1: it's not bad it's at, not bad like at first, all. For, like our for, first, like our first experience level, right. Like our first game, uh, we didn't have, uh, we didn't have three of our players, uh, because NAI hadn't cleared them yet, mm. uh, and then they cleared them the next day, and then the game we played against Reinhardt, we had everybody. Uh, but for them to be in double digits mm. each game now, oh yeah, it, it tells me that we're, we're moving. We're they're they're moving in the right direction. They're learning. They're starting to understand it. Uh, there's just certain things that you know they ha- they have never seen. Mm. Once they see it a little more. And we can practice, and we can we can practice it, and and do everything else. We'll, we'll be we'll be fine.
0: Because yeah. I mean, you've got you know what, it's April. You got four eight to four ten is your conference tournament. You've got two months. Yeah. I mean, you can have a world world of difference in sixty days oh, yeah. easily. Yes, and that's Easy. the thing. That's the thing. A lot of people, um, especially at that age, if you're trying to learn something in a collegiate environment. It gets stressful and you've got club athletes that want to worry about hitting a ball a certain way, hitting a ball straight yeah. down or they want to block someone solo or whatever it is. And you kind of look at it and go, okay, well, you know, put yourself, you know, you try, you try and expose those young kids to something like this. Like what if you chased your dream, but four years later, mm. think about where you would be at. Think about, think about how much harder it is for that person. I think about how much of a better position you're sitting in, so right. you know, I give it to those kids, I give it to, to all those guys who are picking this up for the first time, even though you know they, they've all played sports before,
1: right? They all they, they've all played sports before. But this, this is just a new type of beast for them, yeah. They've never, they they when when life came in on Thursday and they got to see that, um, I think that the first game was just a just a shell shock for them,
0: mm.
1: and then. They 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 picked it up the second game and and then the third game. And I think now that they've like I said now that they that they've seen what it's going to be what's going to be like and what to expect, it's going to be a lot easier for them in the next sixty days. Um, and then by the time we get to you know the conference tournament, it it, it it's going to be a whole different team.
0: And you have, I, I think the big thing is is when they start learning that, that groove of learning mm-hmm. how to lose a point. Yeah. And then they go, all right, guys, hey, we're good, let's move. And, yeah. you know, you'll, I, I wouldn't doubt you see your men's team rebound and bring so much more energy within that span yeah. than you will the women's team. And it's nothing to any like, women's team. I think there's something I feel about men's sports that just brings out some kind of just ferocity in competition yeah. it, it's
1: the it's that will to win we hate yeah. losing yeah. we hate it with a passion i, I I'm, I'm i'm the same way i i hate losing i don't like losing anything i don't let my kids beat me in anything so <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, it's not it's it's just how we are and they all have that same mentality
0: they hate and, losing, and that's what'll save them. Yeah, like that's exactly what'll save them. That that, that that's what'll take them to, uh, winning. I mean that yeah. that 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 right there is what will get them their first win, and it won't be solely on skill or technique. It'll be just on playing through every single part of every play.
1: Yeah, so. definitely. They're like I said. They're they're we're getting there. It's yeah. it's learning grow, and every day that's all they're doing. They're learning and growing. And once we get to that point where, where they really start to understand, that's when they're going to take off, and it's it's going to be. An, it's I'm just happy to be a part of it. Yeah, I've I mean, always that's asked.
0: Just, I I love doing those those like ground up programs. Yeah, those I've always, always I,
1: that. That's the one thing I asked for when when I started coaching. Like three years ago, I said if I'm a coach, if I'm going to coach a school, I want to start somewhere where I can build from the ground up and just show them you know the progress that, that you can make from from knowing nothing to you know when winning a conference championship or win a national national title mm-hmm. like that's what I wanted and I get a chance to do that now. Yeah. And you know Corbin he he pretty much lets me uh run the run the men's practices now. Mm-hmm. Um, some with the girls as well but definitely with the men that's all I've, that's all i've wanted to do is just is is take a team who knows nothing and build them up to be a champion that's all that that's that at, at the at the end of the day obviously building to be a champion is one thing but um, seeing them grow as men as well um I mean, that's that's the ultimate goal right there
0: yeah yeah i know that's huge that's always huge especially nowadays um now, with, with the, 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 the unique part about it is it's not like high school. That's, that's, I think that's, that's where it makes it more enjoyable. It's not like high yeah. school or club where you have kids that will fall out.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: With college, you can, you can start picking and choosing. Now, mind yeah. you, you can do it to a certain extent with private schools sometimes or with club without crossing some of those unwritten rules, but um, I think that's what complements what you're doing right now so much more, is you get to go out, talk to these people, you get to find out how you want to make your program, Mm -hmm. and how you want it to look, how you want it to sound, how you want it to play, and it makes it, it ends up just being a pure extension of you as a coach,
1: Yeah,
0: and that right there, it. It's almost like you couldn't pay someone enough to feel that way, but you only get it. And I've i found this so evident, and I I hate that it's so true. But I found more joy in free work than I have ever being paid. I yep. don't know why, but it's always yep. how it's been.
1: Yep, same way, same way. It's something.
0: It, it's something about not worrying about earning your dollar. That leaves you free.
1: Yeah. I, te- I tell you this story real quick. So when I came out here for my interview with Mark Corbin and our AD, her name's Jenny Shepard. We sat down and, you know, we were talking about everything. And I said, listen, for the experience alone, I would do this for free. You even have to pay me because I, I, I to to be a, to be able to coach in college after only coaching high schoolers for two years, I, I, I think I've I, I've I've done my I've done my due diligence to learn to learn this system right here. Mm. And like I've I I've just taught flat time, like, listen, I do this for free. I, I I I just for the experience alone, I do it for free. And I think the the fruits of my labor now that I've that I've shown from July when I got here to now they they see it like I'm when I step in the gym with them I'm 120 at all times uh, my attitude with them is always high I'm high energy um, I think it 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 helps it helps definitely helps Corbin a lot because he can he can step back and just you know just watch and and go through everything else while I'm in the background, I'm, I'm encouraging players. I'm telling them, Hey, you, you know, maybe if you take this route, you know, maybe be a little better for you. He don't have to do all that no more. And, and, sa- and same way with the guys, he, he, at, at, with the guys now. he, he don't even be in the gym half the time, <laughs> but I, I love it. I, I, am definitely the same way. Like I, I would do if, obviously getting paid for it is, is, is definitely a great thing, but I definitely would, this right here, coaching and watching, watching these kids learn and grow and become, you know, adults is, is definitely the, the biggest, um, the biggest thing that um, could ever happen.
0: So uh, before we go and uh, what I would like for you is to give your the best advice you've gotten as a coach or player. And what would you tell those coming up in like into the volleyball world? Um, Stick with it. Stick with it. Don't quit it.
1: Um, it, it is, it's definitely um, a sport. Um, where it, it involves a lot of teamwork, and if you can if you can work as a team on the on, on the volleyball court, I mean you can you can do it anywhere. Um, one of my favorite um, quotes that um, that I heard a couple of days ago now, and I've I've been using it every I've, I, and every in everything that I've done so far. I've, I've used this quote. It said, "Failure failure will never overtake me if my determination to succeed – is strong enough. Mm-hmm. And it it if, if you're determined to to do something, it's gonna happen. Uh, I'm all about speaking, speaking what you what you want into existence. Mm-hmm. And when you start speaking into existence and you start doing those the little things, everything else it it, it, it comes to you. It comes to you at, at an appointed time. Don't try to rush it. Um, just let, let the game come to you, um, and, you know, keep, keep striving to be, you know, better than, better than you are the, the following day.
0: So, well, on that, um, I just want to say thank you. Cause I know we've, we've been trying to figure something out between us for the last, last year, man. I know it's been hard.
1: I know me. I know I've been trying to get out there to play some volleyball with y'all and then every time I get ready to something,
0: something else comes up. <laughs> so, but we, we will definitely figure something out. Um, if not this year, I'm going to try and get a club tournament or something out there towards Tennessee. Um, okay. cause we, we got everything moved here because of COVID. So it's a little bit harder. So we've got all of our tournaments local now, but hopefully the next couple of years, it little change, but we will definitely figure something out next time. Um, for to either get you out here, or get me out there, something. So, yeah. but I uh, really do appreciate it, man. So thanks for everything you've done, you know, us connecting at Coastal Camp. And man, I just love seeing, you know, like everybody succeed. It's just, it's just yes, cool sir. to Same see. Here. Yes, sir. So, but thank you so much. Um, I appreciate it. Uh, for everyone out there, we are actually going to be coming back on this Sunday with a Coach's Corner. So we will see you Sunday at 7.